0: So Chris, when are we going on our road trip to Portland, <laughs> Maine, not Oregon? <laughs> not Oregon. <laughs> when he said that, that was the first thing I thought was, man, flights really must be expensive in Canada. She's got to drive all the way to Oregon.
1: <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> and I get to fly. Yeah. And then he clarified it was Maine, so.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so was. Um, we'll <laughs> we'll not and in winter you... time, though, because the weather no. will be horrendous. You're listening to The Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky.
1: Welcome to The Epically Geeky Show, episode number 108. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, what was the most disappointing media you consumed this year? Would anyone like to go first? I'll go. All right, Jennifer, (laughs) what was the most disappointing? uh disappointing media that you consumed (laughs) this year
0: this won't surprise you because you were there when i consumed this media but avengers infinity war i believe my exact words were marvel can suck a dick
1: yes they were
0: (laughs) um and yeah i know it's, it's it's all gonna be changed and different and blah 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 but the point is they put me through that emotional turmoil and i don't appreciate it and I don't need more anxiety like that in my life. And that's all.
1: And that's fine. That that's understandable. <laughs> there were definitely, there were, there's definitely been some media come out here in the last year or so that have uh, kind of split the fan bases. So that's, that's understandable. So, um, Ray, what
3: was the most disappointing media you consumed this year? So media in general, Twitter, just, a uh-huh. but, uh, cause it's like the worst of humanity. Um, uh, <laughs> But as for an actual thing that I sat down and watched, I felt like I wasted my time watching Predator. I just really Predator, I just I had a hard time sitting through it. Uh, the last 30 yeah. seconds I didn't were see great. it, the, yeah. The last 30 seconds were great, but the whole thing leading up to that last 30 seconds was like, what the hell, I don't know, it just seemed like it was. Yeah, that was probably the most disappointing one I sat down and watched.
4: Couldn't figure out how they, like, everything was in the same town. Like, they seemed like they were, like, five-minute drive from anywhere that anything happened.
3: (laughs) That's what I'm talking about, right? Like, all that, yeah, anyway. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
1: Chris, what was the most disappointing thing that you consumed this year?
2: Media-wise. Media-wise. Um... I'm finding Netflix really boring. I'm having really? a hard time. Yeah, and apparently there's a whole bunch of new rules that are going to be coming out, and a lot of Canadians will be canceling their subscriptions. I haven't read what, but I'm finding it really boring. And all I can think of a movie that I actually sat down and watched and hated was Justice League. <laughs> but I don't know if that came out this year. No, no, but
3: you did watch it. But you did watch it this year, so. There,
2: yeah, and I, I hated it really badly okay our Canadians Can I... oh go ahead I... sorry well the go only ahead. thing I found redeeming and it was only by a, a bit was Jason Moore. <laughs> 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 but only a little and that's only just because it's pretty gotcha are Canadians
0: losing their mind over Bird Box like Americans are? I that's... won't watch it. I won't watch it. I can't. Oh really? Because I'll, of... I'll
3: watch it, but I'm not stupid enough out? to the challenge.
0: Oh no! I <laughs> mean, what's the challenge. What's the challenge? Are driving with their eyes closed, no, doing these things. Yeah, with your eyes closed oh, covered.
3: every day. My favorite. One, my there is one one little guilty pleasure and it's the guy that's running around with his little kid who's like a 2 year old <laughs> And the 2 year old smacks into the wall
2: <laughs> oh yeah that i saw that
3: yeah. oh my god that's kind of funny
0: <laughs> oh my gosh well i did watch it and it was pretty good but it is very there's a lot of like anxiety yeah. cuz it's a thriller so yeah 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 fun. i've
1: been meaning to watch it i just i haven't watched it yet so uh <laughs> we have a new person joining us he's been in the chat quite a few times but and has been wanting to be on the show the last couple of times but things haven't worked out um yet another canadian because i just can't seem to recruit people here in the states uh so yay Take outsourcing sean how are you doing man oh
4: you know living the dream Good Long-time listener, first time caller yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was the most disappointing media you consumed this year
4: um this year, I, the one that stands out the most is the movie Annihilation. Really? I absolutely hated that piece of crap. I just... <laughs> I was sitting there watching Portman the one? whole time and like, what's going on? It, and I love science fiction. Mm-hmm. And like the deeper, the better. This was utter garbage. So, yeah, that one stands out in my mind.
0: Was that hmm. the Natalie
2: Portman one?
1: That was the Natalie Portman one. I, and what's funny it is, is it. it almost made my top. Yeah, like I, I really enjoyed it but like i, I, I said that's one of the th- nice things about this show is to each their own because i already disagreed with the one that jennifer said oh my uh most uh disappointing media consumption this year just happened with the last month and it's gonna be a bit of a spoiler alert for next week, but my most disappointing thing is going to be "For the Win" by Cory Doctorow. Yeah. Um, yeah, not to give too much away, but um, I didn't care for the book. I'll I'll leave it at that. So
2: I'm 25 pages in, and I had to stop reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a <laughs> just, halfway there. It, yeah. Just,
1: so. Yeah. But like I said, to each their own. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that being said, uh, what we wanted to do was, like we did last year, um, we wanted to go through and talk about the best media that we did consume this year. Now, I did make sure to tell everyone that the list is supposed to be 10 long, 10 items. Uh, most of us in the pre-show have already talked about the fact that we have more than 10 items. So uh, we may be kind of like leaning on each other to say, you know, hey, there's this tent pole thing. Be like, yep, that one was on my too. And then be able to cross it off and move on to something else. So um, with that said, would anyone like to go first? What was, and this is not in any order. You don't have to say my 10th or whatever. This is just (laughs) your list of 10 things. They do not have to be in any any order. So,
3: all right, I'll go first. Oh, go on! Oh, yeah, I was, I'll I'll throw my first one out there. All right, go ahead, go ahead, Rick. Uh, what's your What's your first one? So, uh, BuzzFeed started a new one uh, for the YouTube channel, uh, Unsolved. I don't know what was it called. What was it? It's not unsolved.
2: Uh, the The
3: Unsolved Network. Yeah, Buzz, Buzzfeed Unsolved Network. They started up this year uh, or very late last year, anyway. Uh, and I just I really enjoy their content. The um, they go over different, um, different not just horror sites, but also different things that are, like, uh, crimes that were unsolved. And um, I just, I love the two guys together, especially when they talk about the paranormal stuff, because the one guy just does not believe a single thing, and the other guy is right into it. And they, uh, they've they got a really good chemistry between the two of them, so. It's like uh, Scully
0: and Mulder, or?
3: <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs>
0: She doesn't believe any of it and he's all about it. I They're not
3: Yes, cool. but in, in a totally different way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not yeah. I just I really enjoyed their, their take. And then the other cool thing is that this year they started sleeping over at certain areas that had uh paranormal paranormal stuff and Fuck mm-hmm. that. the one the one guy that is like all about it couldn't sleep and the other guy's like, I had a really good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Buzz Buzzfeed, uh, the Unsolved What Network is, is on my list. Very cool. Trying to go obscure.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, so I I didn't write mine down, t- I have them in categories. So, um, we went to a few concerts this year. That's media. That's okay. okay. Yeah, absolutely. So. Can I just list the three that we went to? Can I just do that
1: all in <laughs> one shot? Sure, why not?
2: <laughs> Have a, but it'll count as the one. So we went to Imagine Dragons in June with the kids, which was awesome. We went to Food Fighters yes. in July, which was on our bucket list, which was amazing. And then my dad and I went to Mumford and Sons last month, which was Ooh. awesome. And my dad's like the coolest dad on the planet. Very cool. Number one, okay. They're really, really good.
3: You know, I was actually really surprised by Imagine Dragons. They they put oh, on a really so good show. Good. And uh, at one point they went to the middle of the, the crowd mm-hmm. and they, they shut off all the lights and it was just them in the middle of the crowd playing acoustic yeah. and it was really good. Oh, the lead singer oh,
2: Mumford and Sons he actually jumped off stage and actually started wa- like running through the crowd in the stands and then actually oh, wow. ran through the floor seats and like stopped in the middle of the floor seats and just started seeing the security guys were going bonkers trying to keep up with him.
0: So since you're Canadian, I have to ask have you seen bare naked ladies? concert did yeah. i already ask you this so they're coming to texas again this year and i have to go because i've missed them every year and they're good they're really I've good wanted to see them every single year i love is them so much Steven is, page
2: back is stephen them? page with them and, right and who are they touring with
0: um hootie and the blowfish yeah. oh yeah which right. is,
4: that's which is i
0: heard which that. is yeah interesting because their lead singer derish rucker went country so he's had a solo I'm career i guess he's going stuff. Yeah, I guess he's joining up to do a tour with them again, so. i
3: go to, I'd yeah. go to that for well,
2: sure. Well, he's has now? with them. They're really good. We saw them, like, 13 years ago. Yeah, that was that up. was my first concert. Yeah, they were really good live. They're hilarious.
0: Oh, I bet. Awesome. I love their music so in the there, yeah. yeah.
1: Very cool. Uh, Jennifer, what is your first thing on your list?
0: Well... I'm just going to put it out there. There's this new podcast, you guys, called Sustainably Geeky. (laughs) And it's my favorite thing from 2018. I
3: wonder why.
0: If you haven't heard, shameless plug, um, Chris and I are on the show and we talk about environmental stuff. And it's just a way to kind of break down top some of the topics and get people interested and give them ideas. So, yeah, that was my uh, number one from 2018 media because we launched it, I think, the last quarter and, you mm-hmm. know, we've been doing one a month. So yeah. look for another episode, Sustainably Geeky.
1: Good deal. <laughs> yeah I knew you I knew that was gonna be on your list and if it wasn't I was going to scold you for it
0: <laughs> missed opportunity
1: that's right uh Sean what is what's the first item on your list
4: the first one I've got is the Orville the series the Orville I absolutely love it Seth McFarlane can do anything and I love it but Deb and I are actually watching all the family guy episodes right now because I' got them all on DVD but mm-hmm. hey uh, youngest got me the Orville season one on dvd for christmas so we watched them there's only 12 episodes though for the first season which kind of sucks but it's such a great series
1: i've heard a lot of good stuff my dad keeps harping on me about it and i'm like all right i just need to i just need to put it on my list and, and watch it because i've heard a lot of good stuff about it it's,
3: on it's
4: my like stories. it's star trek which you know i love star trek yes but it's it throws, like, stuff in there. Like, it could be a totally serious situation, and then it's, like, some guy starts talking smack or something like that. Like, it brings it right back to, like, today. It is uh-huh. so – Seth MacFarlane is so brilliant.
0: He's a genius – and he sings beautifully
2: too. <laughs> yes, he does. He
4: has such a nice voice, especially as uh, Stewie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I I used to be a huge Family Guy fan, uh, fan, and I just got sick of it and pretty much everything that he was doing. And then uh, when he produced um, the re the redo they did of Cosmos, I was like, okay, all's forgiven All because for this was so <laughs> epic. Um, but then like, his movie stuff. You what?
4: A million ways to die in
1: the
3: West.
0: I love that movie. I thought it. it was hilarious. It was you didn't West. like
3: it. We watched it. You hated it.
0: Did <laughs> right? I? I? thought it was one of I the funniest movies. You told seen. me to turn it
3: off. <laughs> <I don't remember. laughs>
0: it's set in like eighteen hundreds West America, and he's like making fun of how many ways you can die in the West because. I-
3: I believe your official quote is this is fucking stupid turn it off now.
0: Oh, well that, that wow. Like that. <laughs> so, it's got Sarah uh, it Silverman, Neil Patrick Harris, not ringing any the, anymore. the mustache
1: song. Yes. <laughs> I remember when it came out I thought okay I might see this I don't know but I love uh that. but yeah I've heard I've heard really good things about the Orville so um it's funny is because it came out about the same time as this new star trek series came out and the new star trek series was kind of weak or kind of soft at first and apparently you know got you know found out what it was doing in big game steam so a lot of people at first were like no i'm not bothering with Trek. Star- like this is the new star trek don't worry about star trek this is the new star trek and then apparently like i said it's found its footing and now there's like no we've we've got two really good sci-fi shows now so we've got an actual star trek and then we've got a galaxy quest ish style <laughs> star trek and i'm like cool whatever so
4: well Seth MacFarlane did a plug for a new star trek series and they turned him down mm-hmm. so this mm-hmm. was his alternative because he's a huge star trek fan he oh was yeah in tng for an episode and a huge huge fan but they didn't accept this series so he went and did this instead
1: smart man cool um Let's see here. I'm going since Jennifer went went down that road. I'm going to go that route, down that road too. Um, one of my favorite things for uh, 2018 was the marginally geeky episode number
2: 23.
1: <laughs> and if which you know which one, one, one it is, it was that. the one that we actually got to talk to. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. Our 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 new author friend.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, that still blows my mind that we managed to get that to happen, and he so was awesome. so freaking cool.
2: He's uh, so cool.
1: He's such a nice dude. He was. He's a very nice dude. Uh, what
2: happens when you cosplay?
1: That's right. As uh, an obscure character. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you haven't, uh, definitely, and especially if you've li- if you've read any of the books, any of the um, Magic Two Point Oh books, uh, we get, we got to do an interview with Scott Meyer, and the dude is just he's funny. He's he's very down to earth. It was it was a blast being able to do that. So yeah, cool. All right, uh, Ray, what's your What's the next one on your list? Uh,
3: let's go with The Good Place. I absolutely love this show.
1: Yes! I have not <laughs> watched that first episode of this new season, but oh, oh my God, it
2: so is we, we that are show blew my mind. Yeah, we're all caught we up, are right? all
3: caught up. We yes. are waiting for the final uh, episode of this season, or uh-huh. potential last two, but anyway yeah i i'm enjoying this series it's so well written it's so well acted out um janet's probably one of my favorite characters i love, janet. Yes.
2: I love her i do too she's just amazing yeah um especially when she's bad janet yes <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> that makes no sense to people who've never watched but it but it could no it does not
4: i've never even <laughs> heard of the show so
3: it's, um, so, it's fun. so fun and and all i'm gonna say is <laughs> It's about going to the good place, like as in heaven, and that's all you can say uh, without giving anything else away. Yeah, because pretty and much anything
2: else gives it away. Well, <laughs> I mean, I...
3: all the trailers are literally this: this woman ends up in the
1: good place, heaven, yeah. uh, and she's not supposed to be there. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yes. And when May you start watching is... it and stuff starts happening, you're going to be like, yeah. "This is not what I thought it was going to be, but I like it." So. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Super good. Yeah.
1: Yes. So that,
3: that is definitely on my list. Yes, that we was on my back. list too. Yes. And
1: yes. Good deal. Uh Chris, what's the next one on your list?
2: Okay. Uh for me, Ray and I have been watching Survivor every season since it came out. We're those people.
3: Yep. Okay. Uh and Canadians can now apply. They
2: can. So guess who's <laughs> gonna send in a tape?
3: Oh. If I can,
2: we'll see. You. No, he if will. you can't. <laughs> Um, anyway so this season in particular uh, season 38 uh, was very very special to me and to the four of us because there was a a man on there his name is Christian Christian Hubecki and he was 32 he's from he works um, at at a university in Florida as a a robotics engineer he's a professor yeah and he is a gem of a human being but he is a very hyper person and he's very much um, not typical and he was so sweet and so wonderful and he was one of the best players and you wouldn't have suspected it was him but he reminded me so much of Quinn and it was like looking at Quinn as an adult. Like I know what Quinn will be like when he grows up because I see, I see this man and he was i have oh, never ever connected so much to a person on that show because it's just reality tv and it's whatever it's for fun they're all playing for a million bucks right but this guy it wasn't about that for him he just wanted to play and there was this one scene I, I, on I the was beach say with didn't. his good yeah. friend gabby and she was venting or whatever and he's just you know comforting her and looking at their talking and stuff and she's like so do you want to play with me and he's like what in the sand and she's like, no, the game. He's like, oh, okay. It's like he was, but if she'd said yes, play in the sand, he would have played in the He's sand. He'd play playing show. like X and
3: O's in the, the sand. sand like, what well, do you want to
2: do? Like, okay, sure. Sure, I'll play. <clears throat> what do you want to play? Awesome. And, and when yeah. he when he got voted off, I cried. She, I never cried. Done. No. And I, I was done. I was so devastated. And I got on his IG and I DM'd him. I'm like, oh my God. because the <laughs> message that I wanted to leave was too long for the comments on the picture. So I left him some ridiculous mom sob about how proud I was of him.
1: That's awesome. Though. Did he
2: respond? No, and when I didn't expect him to, but I just oh, needed yeah, to get was. it out. But right. He, yeah. I worry a little less about Quinn now, growing up, because awesome. he was just this fantastic human being. It was really successful. So yeah, and he had a cute girlfriend. She was yes. so adorable. Just, just
1: everything that Chris could like hope uh, for. She's like,
2: yes. I was like, momming out hard.
1: Nice. (laughs) (laughs) That needs to be on a shirt. I'm momming out hard. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Jennifer, what's the next one on your list?
0: Okay, so my um list. Doesn't have any TV or video games since I don't partake in any of that stuff.
3: Perfectly fine. Really,
0: uh, no other podcasts either. But um, mostly movies and books for me. So I guess I'll list for and again in no particular order. My next one is Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I really liked the movie. I really thought uh, the guy that played him did a great job, and I loved like seeing the story of how the songs came about and everything. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Christy so finally oh, got to go
0: see it, and it. That was a great movie. It
2: was. Yeah. It was really good. Rami malik got. Still haven't seen it. Rami malik oh. is a for a Golden Globe for that. Oh yeah, he should have been. I mean, he was, I went with
4: my sister. They're re-releasing that one as a sing-along movie. I did. Um, to Chris. I'll so. be there.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm still gonna go.
4: Patrick's go. way into Queen right now, so we went to see that with him.
2: So yeah. He only
4: lived that. three houses down from the movie theater. Yeah, That's you're your dick. <laughs> nice. We were walking back and like Patrick's just humming like every Queen song. It was That's so awesome. Funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was a really, cool. really good movie. Yeah. Nice.
4: Yeah, my she method. my
1: wife loved it too. So uh Sean, what's the next one on your list?
4: Um I'm gonna go with Dead School too. it was
3: It was entertaining. It was man. just
4: so funny. Brian Reynolds. Oh beautiful. Yep, Canadian. it was
3: on my list. <laughs>
1: The movie itself was great. Like, I think it was. I think it was on par with the first one. And then the after the credit
3: stuff just blew it <laughs> oh. into the stratosphere.
4: Yeah, that was so
3: funny. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh I my god, they, it was good. They were able to pull that off. Like, yes, uh, they they go back and correct some of the issues with uh, previous movies. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes. so, a couple times and
2: <laughs> yeah, I like yes. I like the mutant that her her mutation was locked. I loved that. Dino, I that Dino, oh cool. yeah yeah. Domino, Domino, yeah.
3: Awesome.
0: Domino was awesome. Oh, yeah, it was
2: definitely cool. I yeah. liked
0: her. That was really. She's cool. like oh, things
4: just graphic, work out for me. Out
3: the that was pretty cool. That was awesome. I love the because no mention of it at all right. And so we're sitting in the theater and then you know, all of a sudden you see who the vanisher was and was like was that who I thought it was like. And and because you're in the middle of the theater, you don't really want to. Was that you know? Was it Brad Pitt? Wasn't it? And uh-huh. so, yeah, or going we, back and watching again.
4: Matt Damon in the makeup with one of the truck drivers when Cable oh, first really? arrives. I it took did. A cool while to get that?
3: No, I it, missed. It. I didn't one know that either. It's Matt Damon. Oh yeah! Damon. I just I didn't know if it was him or not because because the makeup like it was. Yeah.
4: Well, they added like I don't know. Thousand pounds to him, kind of thing.
3: Yeah.
4: Half of that is all beard. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. See, I like both of those guys on camera. Like, I like the, their work, but I almost like their, like, this side work almost better just because it's what like, is? now it's like, this should be an ongoing thing. Are they in a movie? Just pick one move, you know. Yeah. <laughs> every movie
4: should
3: have at least one of them.
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the dialogue with Colossus was just hilarious.
3: Oh yeah. my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. And I didn't know that Reynolds played uh Juggernaut as well.
0: Yeah. Really?
3: Which I didn't a, know that either.
4: It's yeah. voice anyway.
3: Yeah. Wow. And so, he's
1: gonna
4: be freaking page. Really good at doing all this extra stuff. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: I did not pick up on the Brad Pitt thing, I'm looking at it now.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a snapshot of him being electrocuted and you can perfect Brad Pitt. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's she awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back to check it in a minute. <laughs> um, the next one on my list is also, uh, I'm, I'm getting the kind of like personal ones out of the way. Uh, the next one on my list is, um, it's a podcast. It's spe- it's a specific episode. I think it's still the current one out there right now if you go look for it. But it's LeVar Burton Reads. Um I found this I found the show. It's great. It's literally what it says. It's LeVar mm-hmm. Burton, who's picked a short story that he likes. It can be anything. It can be fantasy. It can be sci-fi. It can be whatever. And he just he's got a wonderful way of reading and he's got a great voice for it. But the reason why episode 23 or the newest episode is because it was filmed live in Austin oh. and Christy and I got to go see it. And we had a blast. It, it was at this old timey theater. Uh, so we got in there and just, you know, literally, I mean, we literally drove to Austin and like, we're kind of somewhat dressed up and sat in a the theater and just watched, just listened to LeVar Burton read a short story and then do a short interview with the author afterwards. And it was so much fun. And it was just, it was, it was a really nice night out. Um, we had a blast. Like I said, the story was really well done. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it nothing else. If you like, especially if you're in audiobooks. Go check out LeVar Burton reads. Uh, it's free. There are commercials in it, but it's fine. It's it's you know you kind of have that mentality of okay, I'm listening to like talk radio or whatever, mm-hmm. so you know it, it's fine. Um, but yeah, go go download it and just just let the man read to you because he's got <laughs> such a great voice and he's he's does good voices. His flow of the way he reads is great. It's just yeah, it's a good time. So uh, that was the the next audio one.
4: for Cosmos, doesn't he? At the uh, remake.
1: No, the uh, new one was um um Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh
4: I think a lot of it was uh Lavar Burton, I remember. I, I
1: Just, know I know Tyson I uh, uh hosted it, but maybe he did do some of the voiceover on it, so Yeah,
4: I don't know. It could have been the version I listened to.
1: Could yeah. Oh, you're talking about the audiobook? Then I, yeah, it may have been it it may have been him that did it, so uh, which, by the way, that maybe that's what I should put on my next list. Anyway, uh, sorry, guys, side Uh Ray, what's your what's your next uh, what's your next uh, item on your list? All
3: right, well, um, I'm going to go with this one because it's probably on other people's lists. So, uh, Avengers: Infinity War. I loved it. Uh, I know other people on this show do not have the same feeling, but there is nothing. <laughs> The way that they did it, I thought was great. Uh Every character had a great scene. Um, there was a little bit of CGI issues with uh um, the Hulkbuster. I agree, that's the that one was, part yeah, that-
2: Yeah, that was weird. That there I, was, yeah. I
1: literally just rewatched the movie like the other night. Yeah. And it's funny, I never doubt Thanos a second. Like he yeah. is a believable character to me the entire time. But whenever, you see his head and the top of the Hulkbuster. It's just not right.
3: I don't know if it's the proportions yeah. or what, but... I don't know. It just didn't feel right. But anyway, uh, I'm I'm really excited for the next one. Uh, they could go in so many different directions, and I don't know if anybody else saw the rumor out there, but uh, if you... I don't want to... Uh, I hate doing spoilers or anything like that, but there's there's a certain individual if you search... Famous movies by this particular actor mm-hmm. who's not supposed to be in oh, this. Oh, I know
2: what you're talking about.
3: He, he, Endgame is listed as one of his movies. Yeah, one of his credits on. Which it's not official, so we'll see what I, happens. No,
1: okay, I know what you're talking about. I, I did hear that one too, so.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
4: I was surprised about, it and I just found out about it like yesterday, was um, uh, the guy that plays the Red Skull?
3: Mm hmm.
4: That wasn't the same uh no well. it wasn't yeah didn't i yeah, i did, I I did not realize job. that
2: that wasn't the same dude no
4: <gasps> actor. no Who, no yeah, but he did a damn good re- job he like, was in his contract but he just decided he didn't want to do it
3: yeah yeah we, we,
4: we got some guy from the walking dead
3: hugo decided he didn't want to do it so they got this other guy to do it and he did a bang he knocked it out of the park i didn't realize it <laughs> Yeah,
2: you did. I. I thought that was Hugo weaving.
3: Nope. Well, holy crap! <laughs>
2: Kudos to that. That was
4: supposed to be like a, a little bit to Lady Death. Yes, yep. Came in there and looked like death because they didn't really actually have her in it. But nope. I'd tell you. Yep.
1: All right, Chris, what is your next one on your list?
2: My next one. Um... So it's a Netflix show, uh, and it's season two of Queer Eye. Queer Eye in general. I just I've heard some great things about the new season. I just want them to come over to my house and make over me.
1: (laughs) It almost (laughs) made. I feel like I
2: would, like, they would leave, and I would feel like a million bucks. Like, they're just so sweet and so adorable and the cutest human beings on the planet, and they just, it's such an uplifting show, and it makes you just want to be better and get your shit together and there's it
1: almost made my list you're right it is a fantastic
2: show show. and then they did um a queer eye with nailed it
4: yes oh i saw that one
2: yeah anthony because he's the food dude wasn't on that one but that was super cute and then um they've done a couple other specials just like little nine minute 20 minute specials and um good night logan and uh they're just they're so sweet and genuine like they actually like each other you can tell that it's not faked or put on and they're not being paid to to do this they're they're really really sweet and i like them and and uh jonathan is learning how to figure skate and he posts instagram stories about his figure skate because he has this huge crust on i think his name is Anthony Rippon, who is an American figure skater. And he's just, he's got the tights, he's got the crop top sweater, his hair is in a messy <laughs> top knot, and it's just the cutest thing, learning how to do spirals and crossovers. and I guess
3: I, so cute. I guess I got my next costume. <laughs> there you go.
2: Yeah. Yes, please. Just,
3: uh, are you going to
1: grow out the hair or are you going to go with the wig?
0: Say, yeah, pile the uh, hair up.
1: Got to do the wig, man. I got Yeah, I was going to say, yeah.
0: Jermon impressive <laughs> man
1: fun uh jennifer what's next on your list
0: um i'm gonna go with another movie rbg <laughs> i don't think that's on anyone else's list um ruth bader ginsburg oh oh okay gotten a cult following and i obviously based on my geek fest costume last year day one <laughs> or day two um i'm a big fan so yeah she's they did a documentary about her and we watched it last year and then then there's a movie in the works works. actually i think it's out now called on the basis of sex played by felicity jones so i'm super excited to see that it's it's either out now or it's about to be out in limited release so but yeah watch it if you're interested in rbg or uh anything having to do with sexism you know in that was like her big call to fame was uh helping to get a lot of those laws overturned and get equal laws for men and women alike
1: good deal uh sean what's the next one on your list
4: uh, i'm gonna go with an audiobook series this time now the first one came out in 2017 but the uh second book in the series came out like only a f- few weeks ago it's uh, not alone Mm -hmm. Now, the first one's not alone, and the second one is not alone second contact. It's basically first contact with aliens kind of thing. But the book series, first off, the narration is just spot on. The guy that does it alters his voice enough that you can always tell who's talking. Um, But the series itself, it just, you think you know what's going on, and then, bam, something twisted happens, and then you're like, oh. Takes you a while to get used to it, and then bam, it just changes it all again. Not only I don't care for that, but this was so well written. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, definitely made my list. Not Alone and Not Alone Second Contact.
0: Oh,
4: cool. i have to, to read to that for
0: the book club.
4: Yeah, no, right? No, I think it might be an audio, uh, audible um, exclusive exclusive thank you very much um i'm pretty sure they're audible exclusive it is excellent i highly recommend it
1: good deal um i'm trying to figure out what the next one I'm going to put on my list is here because like I said I'm kind of hedging my bets that some of these other ones are pulled by other people so i'm going to go with a netflix series that i technically have not finished yet i mentioned it in the pre-show i've got two episodes left but um the Voltron, um, Legendary Defender series that is on Netflix is fantastic. The people yeah. who were behind it did one of my all-time favorite anythings ever, which was Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, the story is there's there are episodes and there are moments that, of course, are, are great for the kids. It's very uh, you know it's very kiddie. It's very kid friendly. Uh, But the overarching story is very deep. It goes lots of different places. And I just love what they did with the Voltron mythology of, you know, kind of keeping the original, not really. And they even make references to it. Like there's even an episode where they're watching the original Voltron and they're like, they got this all wrong. That is not how this happened. And I do not look like that. And it's that type of stuff. I find great. I love it. Um. But, yeah, it's, I have really enjoyed this series. When it first came out, I started watching it, and I've watched it all the way through. Like I said, I've got two episodes left. It is the last season, so I'm kind of holding on to them a little bit because I don't want it to be over with yet. But, yeah, so also, I've really, Logan, really enjoyed she,
2: it. She watched the first half of the season, and then she took a break for, like, a week because she's like, because this is the last season. And then when she watched the last episode, she came out, and she was she – was Crying, but, I mean, one, she, but she was crying, but because it's the last one. But she happy. likes
3: how it left off.
2: Yeah, and I, I haven't. Good. I'm on season seven, and I haven't finished season seven yet. I'm almost done, but I love. I think it's hilarious. It's, it's so yeah. funny. I love Rhys Darby. Rhys Darby, in my opinion, is just a magical human being, and he voices Koran, mm-hmm. and he's just. A, I love Koran. Oh just yeah, just yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's so funny. I think it's a great show.
1: Yep.
3: Awesome. Um, all right, Ray, what is your next one? Uh, I'm going to stick with uh, Netflix for one more just for fun because it's funny. It's freaking hilarious. Oh. It's a very honest view of puberty.
1: <laughs>
4: Big oh, Mouth. I, this
3: one <laughs> I am so glad y'all
1: told me about Big Mouth because oh, that I show is hilarious.
2: So
4: funny.
3: <laughs> we, we it gets it. weird,
2: but it's funny. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> Yeah, it's such a. If you have kids that are approaching puberty, go ahead and watch it because it'll bring you back to like, holy shit! Yeah, this is. You can a,
2: sympathize with your kids a little bit. A little bit more. Take a little <laughs> easy on them. Yeah. Who's in it? Anyone that I? Like? Uh, Nick Crawl does it. Nick Crawl and John Mullaney are the two that created. Who
3: voices the vagina?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sentences oh. you never thought you'd hear. But Nick Kroll
0: well, does. No, oh, right. it's like
1: a famous actor. What's her name? Yes. Who does the the? She does the the female Kristen. hormone monster. Uh,
2: Maya Rudolph. does Maya that. Rudolph.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> so Maya Rudolph does the female hormone monster, and it's freaking hilarious. But um, yes. Nick Crawl does the majority of the voices on it. Yeah. But it's
3: super. Yeah, funny. Cri- Christian Kristen Wiig. Kristen
0: Wiig. Oh the yes. The yes. Yes. <laughs> you sold me on Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. I mean, yeah. it
3: is. <laughs> But the hormone
1: monster is just so funny, and yeah. then the the oh, yeah. female version the whenever whenever the girl is talking like getting into an argument with her yeah. mom, and the female hormone monster is just like finish her. I'm just <laughs> dying laughing.
2: <laughs> God, it is so good because it's out of nowhere. Like when you're that when you're <laughs> yeah. going that, it's just. Yeah, you're happy. The next minute, you're sobbing, and it's just a big <laughs> mess. And you now you know why, because you have a stupid hormone monster who's like being a <laughs> puppet <laughs> master. <laughs> oh, that is
1: a good show. Uh, uh Ray, I'm mean, sorry, Chris. What is your next one? <gasps>
2: Um, okay, I'm going to do a YouTube channel. Okay, so I don't actually subscribe to this YouTube channel. I just watch it for the specific series that they have. It's uh, Refinery29. So Refinery29 is this YouTube channel. And it's more like a lifestyle channel. And they have this one series called My Sweet Digs. So it takes a look at um, rent prices in New York and all the boroughs mm-hmm. in New York, like what you can get for four grand or what you can get for 1800 and what it means, like how many roommates would you have for some, like one of the, the highest one I think is like $4,800, but it's like four people who live in an apartment, but they're like each paying what however big their place is. And it just takes them around, gives you a good idea of what rent prices are like in New York. And so it's kind of stupid. <laughs> It's, yeah, yeah. it's insane and then they do a couple of ones in los angeles and then the recent one they did uh in london which was pretty london english but it's just it gives you a really good idea of what city the city life can be really expensive and you have to make do with the small space and these people make it work mm-hmm. it's really cool yep
1: i can understand that yeah <laughs> uh jennifer what's the next one on your list
0: Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and say it before somebody else does and then I don't have one. Um, Wakanda Forever.
4: Nice, <laughs> yeah. Black
0: Panther, yeah. yes.
3: That was on my list, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, that was so on my too. It was yeah. so good. I loved it. And yeah, that's definitely one of my top ten for the year. Yep. So, I just I need love. to go back
1: and watch it again. I mean, I watched it a couple of times, but I need to go back and watch it again, so.
3: See, and they, I love how each just the playing the music of each of those movies you because they do it in infinity war right mm-hmm. you, you know which uh which storyline they're going to focus on just by the music alone they did such a good job but they, they tie in together so well that you know it's part of the marvel cinematic universe but yeah they i that one i was really happy with uh the way that they portrayed everything and um it was such a good movie
1: yes yes it was Yes, it was. it was. Man, that was a good one. Yep, that was on my list too. So,
4: yeah.
1: all right, Sean, Sorry. what's your
4: next?
1: Oh, <laughs> Sean, what's your next one?
4: Well, the next one was Black Panther, but uh, <laughs> <That was> <laughs> awkward. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with another audio, audible book series, Breakthrough Series. Okay. Now it's okay. right now. It's a three book series. There's a fourth one, but it's um, man, it, it's it's hard to. Describe it's basically writers like Tom Clancy. If he merged together with Michael Crichton after he got kicked in the head to like dumb things down a little bit, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> you would understand if you listen to it. But like the first book in the series kind of revolves around communication with dolphins. So they actually create a program that starts translating dolphins, and then all of a sudden, the dolphins are like, Hey, you can talk to us again. <laughs> so at one point in their past, humans could talk to them, oh, and then really like a commando team, and it it is all over the map, but it really works. It really comes together. Mm-hmm. And the books there's like uh, like a thread that keeps everything in continuity, but like the stories are like so far out there, like it, it's absolutely crazy. Now you have, you have to kind of turn your brain off a couple times because they're like. But go along with a story and it is really well uh, well written, really well read. Yeah, another one. It was one of those ones where I listened for like an hour and like, crap, where'd that hour go? Oh, I just want more hour, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't see my kids for a long time. I don't usually only listen when I'm in the car going to and from work.
3: Uh So I'd be like
4: taking like the long way home kind of thing. Like, instead of, like, a 20-minute drive, it'd be, like, an
1: hour. <laughs> yep, I have definitely sat in the garage for 10 minutes trying to finish, like, a chapter before, so. And then, like, my wife comes out, yeah. and the kids come out, and be like, it's Daddy, what are you doing?
4: Series. Totally like that.
0: <laughs> turn the car off while you're doing that. Yes, please. Garage so, door's closed. <laughs> oh,
1: no, yeah, absolutely. I turned the car off, because it's like, they've heard the garage. They heard the garage open, they've heard the car come in and turn off, and they're like, why haven't you come in the house yet? <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, I've definitely done that before. Um, let's see, my next one. Um, most of these are kind of big. I'm, I'm in. Like I said, I'm hedging my bet. Some of these are going to be pulled by some of y'all. So, I'm going to throw this one out there. This was a date movie that my wife and I uh, went and saw earlier this year. It's called Tag. If you haven't seen it, it is hilarious. Um, very simple premise. It is based off a actual group of guys that have been playing a game of Tag for 30 years, and the reason why they're doing it is because it gives them an excuse to go see each other. Um, but, of course, they they amp it up and kind of put their own twist on it in the movie, but oh my god, it is so funny. Uh, if you haven't seen Tag, uh, you know it's out for rental or whatever. You can probably get it at $0.99, cents, you know, Redbox or whatever, but... Um, yeah, definitely watch. It. If you're looking for like a, a rom com, it's it's definitely worth watching. It's it's funny as hell. Um, yeah, we, we had a good time watching it. So,
3: all right, uh, Chris. I mean, sorry, Ray. What's your next one? Uh, I'm gonna get back into YouTube videos or uh, channels anyway. Um, oh, which am I gonna go with? I'm gonna go with Savage Geese. Um, Savage Geese is a guy that reviews cars. But what I really like about him is that he he takes brand new cars, gives you a really in-depth look into how they're going to work for you. And then he takes it to a mechanic and they lift it up and they talk about all the engineering and all this stuff. It, and they do a really good job of an in-depth review. So if you're looking to buy a new car or you just want to kind of have a, an idea of what you're going to expect when you buy a certain vehicle. He goes really into depth of what to expect on on what's going to break down first, and also kind of like uh, the roundabout uh, drivability, whether he liked it or whether he didn't. And uh, I just I really like his honesty, and and uh, the production is really well done as well. So, yeah, Savage Geese, Savage Geese, okay. Maybe that's why
1: I haven't found it, because it doesn't make any sense compared to what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he might want to work awesome. on his marketing. Um, Chris, what's your next one?
2: Uh, I'll do movie. Uh, Ooh, there's some echo.
1: All right, I it's good.
2: It's okay. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. Crimes of Grindelwald, or Crimes of Grindelwald, depending on how yes. you're going to yes. pronounce it. Uh, I, really uh, like, I really like oh god um it's the <laughs> second movie in the fantastic b series there's three more to come a lot of people shit all over it because what? it was sort of didn't explain a lot but people have to remember it's only the second movie and there's no books to draw from mm-hmm. we have a series to fill in the blanks so we just have to trust that the next three are gonna fill uh, give us more answers and jk rowling did say in the next movie answers there will be answers she did tweet that but we're reading we're going through the harry potter series with the kids on audible and we've just turned into a big family of potter heads and i really like it and ezra miller is a gem he's an amazing actor and i really like uh allison sudall she plays queenie i love queenie queenie's so cute and uh <laughs> it's just really it was really really good and i really really liked it and i don't care what any all the poopers pooers out there say it was good
0: and Jude Law was
2: in it. And Jude Law.
1: I've heard, I've, the people I know who've seen it either thought it was okay or really liked it. And the ones who thought it was okay were in the same boat of, but we're getting more. It's going to yes. explain more. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. So every, yeah. everyone everyone I know personally has enjoyed yeah. it
4: so far. I'm excited to
2: see it. I thought it
4: explained a lot. It. Like, I yeah. didn't really leave you with a whole lot of
3: questions.
2: No, I thought it was great. There, there are questions that,
3: they, that I have yeah. in, the, in the way of, okay, without getting the spoilers, you know, the relationship between um, the three characters that they're kind of talking about, one that gets a phoenix at the end, and I'll just leave it at that, um, and how they're related and stuff like that. So it's, oh, okay. you know, it, there are questions, but again, it's the second movie, right? Like, you're not going to get all the answers out of this one. Mm-hmm. I like what I like Queenie's storyline. I think that's
2: it. Makes a lot of sense.
3: It's a really important one, yeah. and um yeah, it, it's. I'm excited to see where it goes. Anyway.
2: Yes, I'm very excited to see what she's gonna write up, and it it's a bit of a bummer that there's no books.
3: Yeah, a little be bit. Nice if
2: there was books. But, I'm happy with the movies. I'll take anything she gives us.
1: Good deal. Uh, Jen, what's your next one?
0: Um so i'm gonna go uh actually a broadway show that i got to see this year that didn't come out this year but i finally got to see it after obsessing over it for many years um hamilton
1: okay little show
0: y'all may have heard of (laughs) yeah Um, i think so (laughs) yeah so i like i said i've loved the soundtrack and everything Hamilton um, for years but I finally got to see it in New York and not only did I get to see it but my friend works in the crew for the show so she actually got us backstage after we got to oh, meet wow. the guy that played Hamilton and uh, Lafayette slash Jefferson um, got to go backstage and I took pictures of everything like the set list the, the props the the wardrobe it was amazing the pit um, and and then we got to stand on stage and just see, you know, the the audience from—not well, the audience, but the the empty seats from Here, yeah. the stage and the the stage light and everything. It was great. So, yeah, it's it's a history, but it's a hip opera. So like, you know, the name Hamilton should give it away. It's about Alexander Hamilton. But yes, really good, really good. And it was That's, the yeah. highlight of my visit to New York City. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs>
3: It's on my list to go see someday.
0: Yeah, it's touring now, but like even the touring s- tickets are outrageous. And um, I got to see the show for $40, which is unheard of because uh, wow. she, she works the show. Yeah, but like it was, you know, standing seats in the yeah. orchestra, but still I was completely fine with that. <laughs> yeah. For 40 bucks. So you yeah. take
1: what you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Uh, Sean, what's your next one?
4: I'm going to go with Bumblebee. Yay! Before anyone else says it,
3: <laughs> That was on my list. It was on my that list, was, too. It was,
4: it was a great, fun movie. And just seeing the Transformers on the Cybertron scenes, holy they were ravaged, oh, that was so cool. The, the
1: Cybertron voice, stuff was worth the price of admission. Everything else yeah, was
3: I, yep.
4: just... Bonus.
1: Yeah. But I'm like but you, I love I the fact really that it's was a kid's been. movie.
4: Oh, that should have been the first Transformers movie.
3: Yes. yes. And, and you know what? Tower. I'd really like it if they just kind of bounced off this one and went into the next one and continued on as if the, other, like, the first ones didn't exist. There's talk that they might actually do that because of the positive buzz they're getting from this
1: one and how well, like the money that it's making. There's talk that they may be like...
4: Well, yeah,
1: it technically ties in the other ones, but we may not necessarily <laughs> carry on with that. Maybe a little retconning.
4: I've heard sure. there's uh, talk of doing an Optimus Prime movie when, like, as soon as Bumblebee leaves Cybertron, mm-hmm. it's, cool. it'll take off from that point, uh, Optimus on Cybertron.
1: Oh, I would love to see that. You know what? Uh, I have yeah. no problem watching a completely animated... I... You know, Transformers movie. That, yeah. no problem at all. I would watch the hell out of that.
4: I posted uh, on our chat that uh, little YouTube thing on the character development for yes. That was really good. That yes, was was. how they talked about. It. I just wanted to go back to the eighties. Yeah. And they could do all that because these guys, these Transformers, had never seen anything on Earth, so it didn't really matter. They yeah. Could look yep. anything they wanted.
3: Yep
1: yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah i totally was not going to go watch it and then the trailer started coming out and i was like well maybe and then when i heard all of the good you know people talking about it i was like all right well fine i'm gonna give it a shot and i walked into it walked out and was pleasantly surprised yeah so yeah i had i had a good time with that one uh also on my list all right um I think this will be our my fifth one, which will be our fifth round, which leaves one, two, three, four, five. So yeah, yeah, I'll be able to get everything on my list. I think. Um, <laughs> so with that, I'll go ahead and bleed into my next one. Uh, another Netflix series, uh, Castlevania. It's loosely based on the third Castlevania game back on the on the regular Nintendo way, way, way back. Um, it it base takes it takes most of the characters from that. And they're trying to kill Dracula, and Dracula uh, it's it, it's it pulls a lot of stuff from the other games. So Dracula's love has died, and he's basically waging war on humans. And it's you actually get to see like the war itself. So like his vampire generals, like when he's not there, they're like, why are we doing this? Why are we wasting all of our you know we're we're wasting our minions, our demons and everything else, you know, guess we're we're advancing in the war but we're also getting you know, we're losing a lot of people. Why are we doing this? Why are we following Dracula still? Th- he's gone mad. And you know, talk of possibly like, you know, taking him out or whatever, you know, a lot of stuff that you would find in an actual war, but um all, all I will say is if you're a big Castlevania fan near the very end of uh like the big set the big set piece the big battle or whatever near the very end um when the certain piece of music starts to play i got goosebumps i was like oh my god these people like know their castlevania lore it was so good the um, it is drawn kind of like an anime but it is not an anime like the pacing is much different the the vocal work is a lot different like a lot of anime tends to be very rushed, they kind of talk over each other and it is not that way at all. Like they'll speak a line and they'll think for a second and then they'll respond more like a the pacing is more like a, a live action movie. Uh but man, it is so good. If you if you have any love for any of the Castlevania stuff, definitely go watch it. It's on Netflix and it is
3: great. <laughs> um all right uh Ray, what is your next one? All right. Um gonna stick to YouTube again. Uh okay. there's um A channel that i found this in 2018 that i really liked i don't know how long he's been but uh, around but anyway andy guitar um he breaks down how to videos, uh a couple of how-to videos of how to play certain songs and uh they're different versions of the song so they could be like a live version uh for instance he does um foo fighters my hero but the acoustic live version and just kind of breaks it down on how to play it and uh talks about a couple of easier ways to do it but it's so you can get away with just playing it or he shows kind of what um dave girl does so you can get into more of a realistic thing so i just like how he breaks it all down into easier ways to play it and uh yeah it was it was pretty cool awesome
1: yeah I sorry. I just noticed that Kunian has been in the office, and I was going to try to get him to put him on camera, but uh, I, he, apparently he was underneath the desk sleeping and just woke up. So whatever. <laughs> uh, Christy's coming to let him out here in a second. Um, sorry about that. All right, Chris, what is your next one?
2: Uh, I'll do a book. It's not a book. It's a magazine. Um, okay. I, I, don't I sure you're about that. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, so last year around march i was told i have high cholesterol and sort of my doctor was like okay you have six months to get your shit together and then we'll test you again and then we'll we, we'll probably have to put you on medication because this is probably genetic so i freaked out i was like okay so i have high cholesterol so what does that mean what do you want me to do he told me nothing
3: <laughs> As she thought, thought she was gonna
2: die right away well, well okay I'm thinking of my my grandmas who've all who've both had strokes. One of them has died from it, and all the heart disease in my family. I'm like, wait, I'm a attack tomorrow. That's perfect, because doctor doctors don't. That's not what they go to school for. They don't go to school for nutrition and diet. They go to school to put you back together again when you fall apart. Yeah. So I was freaking out. It took me a really long time to find a way to eat that we could do forever, and I. I haven't bought a magazine in years. I used to buy People magazine, anyway. Um, and uh, I was at Shoppers Drug Mart, and there it was. It was National Geographic, The Blue Zones: How to Live to okay. 100. And I've talked about this before, but it's changed our lives. I it's the whole magazine. It was it's a ten year study done, uh, and it was just it made so much sense, and it's changed our lives. All four of us are on it and uh my numbers did go down a little bit but i didn't do it for long enough so we're still on it even though i'm on medication and i it's been the best thing on the planet and it has it's totally changed our lives and we have never eaten better
3: but it's what i like about it is it's food that i actually don't mind eating (laughs) that's always a plus it's not
2: a fad (laughs) diet it's not one of those trying to lose weight you're not trying to lose weight on this it's just trying to stabilize your weight and try to just eat healthier just eat better it's it's a way of
3: eating healthier but still enjoying food
2: but food is preventative medicine food is your first line of defense and it's i feel crappy that it's taken us this long to um, figure it all out but life (laughs) um yes what's it called again blue zones so there's books uh the man who wrote about his name's dan buettner He's uh, got a book he's there's a website there's tons of recipes really easy stuff to follow it's plant-based um, um eating and it's all science-based they did a 10-year study these five zones throughout the world of people who live uh Above average life expectancy into, their hundreds, into yeah. their hundreds and how a few of them die of disease they just die because they're old
3: but yeah. it, it, what i liked about it was that it, it didn't say that they're just you know alive no. until they're 100 they're actually still walking around and living yes. in their hundreds right well, like yeah there's cuz yeah. that's a big difference yes, yes they're
2: not sick they're healthy they're independent people and why is that so it does take into account the diet and their exercise yeah. but also uh sports, community. their community yeah. Um, of the way that their society that they live in is all set up, their day-to-day life, things like that, that takes into consideration too. Outside, so this is all outside of genetics because that's yes, got a part of it thing. too. But stuff that you can do and incorporate in your life to help you live healthier for longer.
1: Good
0: deal.
2: Blue zones.
1: Blue zones. Uh, Jennifer, what's your next one?
2: Um, I'm
0: also going to go with a magazine since Chris uh, brought that up. I, it's actually a Uh, two but they're very closely related so I um, recently have made it a point to try to start reading some of the many magazines I've subscribed to so the Texas Parks and Wildlife um, and the National Parks Association uh, Conservation Association have both have a magazine and they're both pretty short reads and just great stories about the parks about some of the events they do or you know things you can do at the parks the recreational activities and then just you know the stories about the people that visit them or the people that work there it's really interesting so it's been uh a nice escape for me when i can't actually go
1: very nice so yeah very good uh sean what's your next one
4: i've actually got solo star wars story um Now, I don't, I, I read Star Trek books, not Star Wars books, but I think the only Star Wars books I actually have read were that Han Solo trilogy, like the story of them. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. the only canon I've ever known for like Star Wars, because I know a lot of people hated that movie, but they're like all drawing from Star Wars.
0: Got some bad news for you about those books. i have got some bad news for you about those books, but go ahead.
4: (laughs) Uh, well, those were the only ones I've ever read. But uh, the story itself, oh, I thought the acting was great. Uh, the story was compelling all the way through. There wasn't really any low points. I, I came out of it, and That was a really good movie.
3: I uh, made I, list. I enjoyed it, and then the ending was like nail in the coffin. Yes, this was awesome. Yeah, I agree. Well,
2: yeah.
1: I
3: liked it. I had a. It was a fun movie, and I'm like, all right, cool. Let's have some more fun Star Wars. I think the only problem was the timing of it being released. I think if they had waited for a December release, they would have seen it a lot better.
4: Yeah, uh, probably. yeah. it got killed in the box office, but I think you're right, Ray. It was just timing could have been better. Yeah, But uh, the movie itself, I really enjoyed it. It's one of those ones that I could watch any time and just enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it was a fun movie. I definitely enjoyed it. What's the bad news about the books?
0: Well,
4: uh, I'm kind of curious now.
0: <laughs> no, the books he read, they're not canon anymore. They're all,
4: uh, you
2: know. None of the Star Wars out.
0: books are yeah. canon. Yeah, they were all <laughs> thrown out. So you, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if you...
4: Oh, yeah, I, still... I got that. Hey, yeah. my Star Trek, all the things that I thought were canon, even the television series, aren't canon anymore.
3: No. <laughs> yeah.
0: They think That's they crazy. can dictate our lives like that.
1: um the next one i'm gonna throw out there is another movie um i just i've only seen it once i just watched it and like walked out of the theater and immediately put it on my list (laughs) spider-man into the spider-verse is it's on my list (laughs) <laughs> it is not. I'm not going to say it's the best Spider-Man movie ever because I uh, I really 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 liked uh, Homecoming, oh. but <laughs> you, you I this? also <laughs> really liked some of the Tobey <laughs> Maguire stuff. Like I, the second Spider-Man movie, I thought was great. But this movie blows it out of the water. It is so much fun. Like, you can walk in there and just know very little about Spider-Man and walk out and love this movie. And if you walk in there and you know stuff about Spider-Man, the whole time you're just going to be going, Oh my God, they threw that in there! Like there's a part where they're going down into this layer and you see it's a life-size version that he would be able to drive, but it's like all of the freaking hot wheels, Spider-Man cars. And I'm like, the fact that you threw that in there is fantabulous. Like you y'all knocked this out of the park. This was so good.
3: That's awesome.
1: I had such a good time with it. And of course, if you, if you do not stay till the after credits, you're an idiot. <laughs> Because it is a Marvel movie, technically. So, uh, but yeah,
3: Spider-Man and if Spider-Man. That to amazing. come to
4: town. Did you vote for that, Ray?
3: I did vote for Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, I wanted it to come back or to, to come to Portland because uh, I I haven't been able to see it yet, and I want to take Quinn and Logan to see it. Oh, so yeah. my kids
4: it. are asking me about it today. I'm like I'm really hoping it comes. I'll have to go twice though, because I think I'm going to be drunk the first time I go see it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, it's funny you brought that one up because a buddy of mine, just as we were starting the show, he just got back from the from the movie with his kid, and he uh-huh. texted me. He's like, "You have to go see this movie. Um, it's it's on my to do list. I just haven't been able to see it yet." That' what
2: Jake was messaging. Yeah.
3: You about. Oh, yeah. Okay. No,
1: I, I absolutely. Like, you're gonna go watch this, and you're just you're just oh god, it's so much fun. And like I said, the more the more Spider Man stuff you know. Uh, The more you're going to get out of it, but you're still even if you didn't even if you just knew. Oh, there's a guy named Spider-Man. He swings his uncle died because everyone knows that you're you're still going to have a blast. So nice. All right. All right.
3: What's your next one, Ray? Uh, I'm going to go to a game that I picked up um, right around Christmas time Uh, NHL 2019. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's I've grown up playing the NHL games all through the different systems, and this one is a lot of fun. Uh, they have a new ver- uh, a new online game, which is called Ones, and so it's a one versus one versus one. So it's three players against each other. Uh, but the cool thing is, is that if it's if you're losing, um, and it's getting close, uh, let's say you're down by a couple of goals, but there's only another there's another guy that's down only down by one, uh-huh. you could actually help him out, score, uh, get him to score a goal. And then it goes into overtime and then you get a chance to keep playing and, and get uh, and still can chip, potentially win the game. So that was kind of cool. Um, they also have threes, which is a three on three version uh, of different characters or different uh, NHL players you can get. Um, you've, there's the create your own team, which is kind of cool because they, they actually have a one sound. That was one of the places that you put an NHL team, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> uh, so you know, there's there's all these different things that you can do, and you can create your own players as well. But uh, what Logan really liked is that you can play, you can make a female player, which I thought was pretty cool.
2: I have a thing about the female players though; they are the mannish. Manliest looking females. (laughs) They (laughs) beat hard with the ugly stick. Like these ladies do not look at all.
3: But at least it's an option. (laughs) There you go. Uh. So you know it's it's pretty cool that uh, you're able to do that. And then you can play as your player through the through the player uh, player pro. Um, So you can start off in the OHL level, try and get up into the NHL, and so it's pretty cool very cool
2: soundtrack's good
3: oh soundtrack's really good yeah soundtrack's good all right chris what's your next
2: one um okay i'll do a a netflix show it's called it's a british show it's called big dreams small spaces it's about gardening and there's this famous british gardener his name And
3: he's He's the Dumbledore of of gardening. gardening. He's
2: so cute. And so it's the way he talks. He's so calming and nothing really bugs him or phases him. There's no challenge that he thinks is insurmountable. And you know, (laughs) he's just really cute and adorable. (laughs) He's like Dumbledore. Anyway. That's awesome. Anyway, there's three seasons on Netflix. I think there's only like six episodes a a season. She watched it in like three days. Oh, I got really (laughs) upset when I realized it was the last episode of the current season. Anyways, (laughs) he takes these really small plots Uh, in uh, England, like, like allotments or small backyards and stuff, and just sort of helps the owner create their dream, realistically, and then when they say their budget, you have to like almost double it because it's all British pounds and
4: mm-hmm.
2: but, um, it's expensive. But it's really cute show and it's nice. And he's just got such a calming, really lovely voice. And everybody loves, everybody who sees him on the show just loves him and is so happy that he's there. So it's nice.
1: Very cool. What is this called again?
2: Big Dreams, Small Spaces.
1: Big Dreams, Small Spaces. Got yeah. it. <laughs> Jennifer, what's your next one?
0: Okay, I'm going to go with a book <clears throat> that I just re- ugh, discovered this year, but it's been out for many years. Okay. Um so The 5 Love Languages oh, is yeah. uh, it's like a classic book now in the self-help world, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah, my therapist suggested it and I have I listened to it and I was actually like really um I don't know I just resonated with me and it made sense and it essentially is is about how everyone has a different love language or two or three or whatever but a way that they show and receive love and um, it's really good for just helping you figure out how to you know relate to people how to communicate what matters to one person may not matter to another so um, it's a way to kind of make you step back and say oh that's why they don't you know, respond when I say this or do this and I should be doing this for them because their love language is, you know, acts of service or words of affirmation or whatever it is. So very good book. Um, Highly recommend. It's a little hokey. There's a lot of, you know, corny stuff in it, but if you get through all that, the, the message is actually pretty good and you can take a test online and find out what yours is if you don't know, if you can't like figure it out by reading the book. Good so. deal. Probably that sounds
1: right. like it sounds like you had the same um, uh, response to it that I did when I read uh, Men Are From Mars when uh, Women Are From Venus. And it was like, God, they really hammer that whole men are from Mars and women are. <laughs> But when you get past all of that stuff and it's like, no, listen, this is why. And, it, you know, it, of course, it's been updated and it says, you know, listen, just because we say this is what the women's, the woman's stance is. That's not always the case. It may be the man in the situation. And I'm just like, like, you know, some of the stuff I'm just like, well, hell, that makes a lot of damn sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's why Christy and I have a probably, hard time talking yeah. about certain things. Yeah. Yeah. Once you realize that people have different ways of communicating, it makes it a lot easier and you don't get as angry or they may, you know understands you better and it's just it's better for everyone even if you're not married or dating or you know any relationship friendship parents friends uh family so yeah
3: see for me it was it was the video it's not it's not about the nail uh yep. again if you haven't seen that video go check it mm-hmm. out i'll tell you have to type in is yeah, I have. I
2: don't know.
0: and
3: uh that would help me out a lot <laughs>
2: yep. all i have to say is it's not about the nail and then
3: he knows exactly what I mean. Good deal. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: Sean, what's your next one? Um.
4: Uh, see here. I'm going to go back to audiobooks. And okay. okay. I'm going to go with The Singularity Trap. You guys probably know this one.
1: I do. Read it.
4: Have you listened to it yet?
1: Yeah, I listened to it.
4: Yeah, and uh, it wasn't quite on par with the Bobaverse. I agree. But there's potential there. I and
1: I agree with that too.
4: I thought it was a, a really good story. I'm I'm hoping he carries on though. Like I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been a second one out by now.
1: He just I follow him on Twitter and I don't know if they're in the series or the new things, but he literally just he just sent one. It, it just finished uh, his next book just finished like proofreading and stuff. And is going to the next step and then he's about to finish a third one i don't know if they're in that series uh i didn't really research it but i'm just like okay yep you you keep turning out stuff i'm good to go
4: i hope it's that part of the series because if there isn't a continuation to that book Mm -hmm. then it's off my list
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's dead to me
4: there needs to be more like that's what i found with the baba verse like it it and kind of nice on each book but Mm -hmm. Okay, I need more. Oh, no, this I is, There's more coming. So,
3: yeah. For the Bobaverse or for the
4: Singularity Trap?
3: Bobaverse.
4: Oh, thank God. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> the Singularity Trap I found
1: was the same. See, I, I listened to it the first time and I thought it was okay and I thought, I think my expectations were too high from listening from the Bobaverse stuff, so I listened yeah. to it a second time and I liked it more the second time and I'm like you, I think it's okay where it ends, but I'm like, no, I kind of want to see more in that universe and that will make, that'll decide whether or not how much I really liked it. So.
4: I'm kind of worried because how that one ends is when we see him next, like all the characters that we've known and all that are going to be gone, except for him.
1: Could be unless something odd happens. Yeah. But Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: so no, and... I, I really enjoy it. And I think, wasn't so much the story like the story was really good, but the narrator when used to listening to him. I started going into audible and just looking for stuff that he narrated because I just like the way he does it. yes mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. I should have wrote it down, but uh, it it made my list it was a a great one I like one of those ones where I take the long way home kind of thing.
1: gotcha. <laughs> um my next one on my list is um you know what, i'm gonna ahead and pull this one uh ant man and the wasp i had a ton of fun watching that movie it was i mean of course it's like you know granted i really liked infinity war but we needed something light and that's exactly what we got it's like hey let's take this idea of taking things big that make them small we'll take some things that are small make them big and it's just <laughs> But he was all the the casting on that all the way around is just perfect. Anyway, yeah. so I love, I love how everyone interacts with each other. It's just, I liked it. I had a a, a fun time with Ant Man and the Wasp.
0: My so, favorite thing is his is the storytelling moments. Oh <laughs> my god, friend, yes! It's like drunk history where he's you know narrating it and everyone else is acting it out, and it's so funny.
1: I, I've seen people have posted. They're like they're like there's a movement to have Michael Pena like yeah. basically. At the beginning, beginning of end game like him, have basically yeah. tell us what's happened, and I'm like, absolutely, I'd be down for yeah. that. <laughs>
0: oh, that'd be so cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they just got yeah. really
0: mad, you see. So what happened was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my
1: god, that'd be so funny.
2: He made that whole movie.
1: Yeah. It's so, so awesome. um, all right. So, Ant-Man and the Wasp. All right. What's your
3: next one, uh, uh, Ray? All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Okay. So there's two videos. That this YouTuber has posted. But it's of. Um, it's of a podcast. That I listen to all the time. Mm-hmm. So the Steve, D- the Steve Dangle podcast. Uh, I've mentioned a couple of times. Uh, on the show before. It's a hockey podcast. It's mainly about the Maple Leafs. But they talk about all things hockey. Um, and I, I love listening to them. Usually it's an hour and a half. Two hours long. Uh, and they do it a couple times a week. And yeah I listen to it all. Uh, but one of their fans uh, is obviously going to school or does something in the world of cartoons. And so he actually created two cartoons based on a couple of things that they did in the, uh, in the podcast. Um, So if you go search for Evan Huber, Uh uh, you'll, you'll find him. And if you look at the two Steve Tangle podcasts, you'll see why i love the steve dangle podcast because it's just so entertaining and i think you can actually agree uh, that well, those are pretty entertaining
2: versions. yeah well the animation helps
3: yes sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i mean right the animation just helps sell as to why i i because when i'm in the car driving listening to these this is how he draws them uh re- in their reactions is how i picture them talking yeah. in my head now like it's just i can see it oh that's awesome so yeah um There's two videos. Federgridev is the second one, so watch (laughs) that one uh, last. But the and then yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. You're cute. Very
2: cool. So Canadian.
3: So Canadian of you. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, what's your next
1: one? Um.
2: So one more Netflix show. It's um. (laughs) There's two seasons of it. It's called A User's Guide to Cheating Death. And I've mentioned it before on the show. It's okay. a doc series on Netflix. There's two seasons now of it, and it just takes um, a real, honest scientific look at um, you know all these medical studies that come out, what pulp culture is doing to them, new fads in dieting and in self help, and all these kind of topics, controversial topics, and actually delves into the science behind it. And so it's a good mix of. You know trends like it's one that I can't remember. The salt. The salt. The oh what So love. <laughs> so this one spa has this like Himalayan salt brick room
3: that you just sit in.
2: You just sit in it, and it's all <laughs> heated, and it's somehow supposed to do something. It
3: cleanses you.
2: Cleanses. So there was a big episode about cleanses and detoxing, and <laughs> mm-hmm. the 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 way pop culture is taken and run with that. So now there's all these detox brands and. Cleanses like it's the seven day industry. cleanse yep. and the lung flush oh, yeah. and stuff. And then the actual science behind it. So they have actual scientists and actual doctors in the field who are like, This is a load of bullshit. And here's why it's a load of crap. Yep. But it, literally Literally, you're gonna be pooping. <laughs> cleanse. Ugh. You're wasting your money. And here's yep. why. But yep. how pop culture and the media have taken it and just run with it. And how peep regular people are wasting essentially their money on all this stuff so it's really interesting it's a good honest look um at it it's called a user's guide to cheating death on netflix two seasons
1: very cool yeah jen what's your next one
2: okay i have another book again
0: not written this year but this is the year i read it so uh actually for another book club uh, it's called The World is Blue by Sylvia Earle, and it's a book about the oceans and how important they are and how we're essentially raping them of all nutrients and life and ability to stay healthy. <laughs> so it's pretty depressing, but it's it's pretty eye-opening because it goes into the science of why we need the oceans, why the planet needs the oceans, and um how we can't keep taking fish and other creatures out of them for consumption the way we are, we have been for the past couple hundred years, because um, it's just not sustainable. And the consequences of that are going to be dire for humans and, you know, the planet if we keep doing that. So, not that I didn't need it another reason not to eat seafood, but that kind of sealed the deal because I have never liked seafood and now I never will eat it because of that especially. So, the world is blue good deal. Check it out.
1: If you want to be depressed. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's Sean, <real> <laughs>
1: Sean, what is your next one?
4: I don't want to eat seafood now either.
0: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> that was the um, version.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll skip that one. Thanks, <laughs> Um, We've pretty well gone through all my top 10, so I'm going into my runners-up. Um, all right. And surprisingly, Discovery. Star Trek Discovery um, didn't make it into my top ten. I've only watched up to the mid-season finale. Mm -hmm. So, a little history. uh, My family and I, a couple years back, one of my New Year's resolutions was to watch a Star Trek episode, one per day for the entire year. And I did it, and my family watched them all with me. We started with the original series and watched all the way through. But we didn't get them done, so I renewed it for the second year, but I was smarter and said I had to watch seven episodes a week right. so I could find them, because, like, going away on vacation, I had to, like, put them on my iPad kind of crap. So, <laughs> anyway, so we watched them all, but um, so I was really looking forward to Discovery coming out, because, oh, yeah, family can get together and watch it. Well, of course, at that time, I canceled cable, so then I was, like, having to download them and then got into moving and i was like no we just don't have time and i i watched the first few episodes and i got my kids are fairly young still and i'm like holy crap they really went departed from the like the normal star trek that everyone's used to yeah it's hard situations and content and all that i'm like holy crap i don't know if i want them to watch this yet so I decided, okay, I'm going to just stop watching. I'll wait till it comes out on Blu ray and bring it out until like December 20th or something like that. So it made for a Christmas present, but uh, it really took me off when I first started watching the episodes of like how different it was from the other Star Trek series. Like, way different. It didn't fit anywhere, even the new movies that came out or anything like that. And that turned me off until like, I realized why they did it uh, it was mm-hmm. insane. stupid because there's two studios that own the star trek rights mm-hmm. if like the one that both studios have. anyway once I realized that and got over the fact that they've changed it so much it's actually a really good series they really it's Really well thought out. The effects are really, really good. The story and the characters are really well developed. Just being a Star Trek fan, you had to like just kind of shut your brain off and just enjoy it for what it was. Mm-hmm. So that's why I made it into the runner up. It's not in my top 10, but I think we're going to start watching it shortly. It'll be interesting. I might get a little bit of flack from my wife. When the kids start watching some of the scenes, but
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, I could see Deb giving you shit.
4: <laughs> um, oh well, I got around to like Family Guy and stuff like that, so I I probably get over this. I have yeah, some to, to do with some of the scenes, but uh, there's a lot more blood and gore and sex in the new series. That's for sure. Like HBO oh. produced it.
1: Wow! <laughs> oh, oh. So it's not your father's. Uh, uh, Sorry, <laughs> your father's Star Trek. Well,
4: it's Captain Kirk without the clothes.
1: <laughs> okay. Got it. Don't know if I <laughs> wanted it, but got it. Uh, <laughs> my next one is... Um, this one is going to be controversial, I think, mainly for Ray. But um, Ready Player One made my list. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I love the book. The book... Mm-hmm the book is phenomenal i love i've listened to the book i don't know how many times the movie for me i enjoy it because it's it it, 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 if you're going in expecting tacos when you get taco salad you're gonna be like this is not tacos this is not what i ordered the main ingredients are there but this is not what i ordered and as long as you're like fine i'm just gonna eat this I enjoyed it like i i liked it for what it was i like some of the specific things they did i still can't believe they were able to pull off the stuff they did with uh the shining that was phenomenal um getting to see some of the characters that they had to substitute out there were some characters in the book i would have loved to have seen actually make screen time but some of the ones that they substituted were was still like, oh, my God, we still got that on a big screen. Like, yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Like I said, if if you're looking for the book, you're going to be thoroughly disappointed and you're probably not going to enjoy it. If you read the book and you're like, OK, like I said, take the bare bones. Let's see what else can be made with it. Yeah. You might actually have a good time with it. So and like I said, it's probably not for everyone. That was one. And unfortunately, it's one of those movies that I think would have done a lot better at, in the theaters had the advertising campaign been better, because it did not do a good job of explaining what that movie was. So
3: all, all they had to do was focus on the '80s, mm-hmm. and but they focused too much on the video games. And I think that's why everyone thought it was was oh, this is just a video game movie. They should have just stuck with the nostalgia. Yep. So
4: a Blu-ray is so awesome for freeze frame. Like oh yes, a, in the '80s man, you could spend hours just click 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 click. <laughs> yep
1: that was one of the other things because there was stuff that you know that all these people put out these things and they're like oh you know think you know 15 things you missed watching it or whatever you know these references and there was still stuff that i was like no one has mentioned this yet i wonder if anyone's noticed this yet because like the thing that i pointed out was um the 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 thing that they were going for you know like the 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 big weapon that they were going for or whatever the box sure looks like there should be a mugwai in it <laughs> So I'm just saying, like I said, I haven't gone back to definitely check that, but it sure as hell looks like there should have been a mugwai in it. Just saying. All right, so like I said, uh, Ready Player One, the movie. So the
3: book, of course, is normal All right, uh, Ray, what's your next one? Um, you kind of mentioned Magic 2.0, so I don't, I don't want to bring that one up. I mean, I love the series, and it's definitely a great one. But since you kind of already brought that one up a little bit, uh, I'm gonna go with the authorities. Um, I enjoyed The Authorities. I thought it was a great book. I I'm too. looking forward to more. I Somebody too. could get through it.
2: Hey, Bill, so we stopped <laughs> listening to it. Yes,
3: because you could not really...
2: It was every time we got into the car. <laughs> it's because
3: I really enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: okay. Um,
3: I just, I really like the characters. I love the the team aspect that they've got going on. And I really would like to see where they're going to go with it. Uh, I, I'm still going for another scary. one. So um I still want this to be a Netflix series or an HBO series. I think HBO could do a really kick-ass version. Um especially with that opening scene. <laughs> you have to get HBO
2: on Netflix, you know? like you
3: couldn't
2: get it. In- could be cable
1: show It couldn't be like netflix you know. could do it but yeah so are, are you are you are glad that i told you to listen to it first before letting the kids listen to it right
4: yes
3: yeah yeah, yeah. we be. we we had to tell logan mm-hmm. and uh after we we're explaining as best we could about it yeah uh mm-hmm. she wanted to listen and so she she began it mm-hmm. and, uh, and she's interested. We just haven't listened to it with her because we're listening to Harry Potter, and there's not a lot of time that we don't have Quinn with us. So it's... <laughs> gotcha. Good but deal. I, I've listened to the book. Um, I yeah, I have really enjoyed it. I think I've listened to it twice through, and then partway through a third way. So
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. I really
3: good. I agree.
1: I I loved it. So, uh, Chris, what's your next one?
2: Incredibles two.
1: On my list. I was waiting for someone else to pull I it up.
2: love Jack-Jack and Edna Modes. <laughs> and the two of them together? Yes. <laughs> like, I, I'm dead. I can't. It just, it's so cute. I laughed my ass off. It was so funny, it just made me so happy, because you waited <laughs> so long. But I oh, like yeah. where they started from. They basically just started right where the last movie ended and went right into it. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, Edna Modes makes my day. I feel like I'm a little bit like her, or I want to be. She'd mm-hmm. say I want to be like her. She's your. Uh, She's uh, my inspiration, animal. and then her, and then Jack, Jack, watching, like knowing that Jack, Jack, she calls him a polymorph or something like that. There's all these powers, and watching him have all these powers, <laughs> and them trying to deal with it, and yeah, it was good, and the kids really liked it too. It was a good movie. It was. Cute. I really yep. liked it because I really liked the original too. I. Love the Incredibles.
1: The first one, the first movie, is one of my probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Like yeah. I can sit down and watch that anytime.
2: Yeah, that um, and Ollie are my like two favorite.
1: But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was a little yeah. afraid. I was like, I don't know. Hopefully, it lives up. I've heard good things. Hopefully, it lives mm-hmm. up to what the first one was. I think it. I don't know if it's better than the first one, but who cares? It's well, a great. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So it's, it's a great same. continuation. Yeah.
2: Yes. It's, they did it justice, and I it was worth the wait. But yeah, Edna Modes and Jack Jack together just
1: <laughs> make
0: me
2: happy.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, Jen, what's your next one?
0: Okay, mine's actually gonna be uh, a tabletop game that you guys actually introduced me to at the at game night. Um, Catan I've never played it before this year yes! <laughs> and it was a lot of fun and I really liked it and I haven't played it since my game night and I'm really sad because I want to play it again so
1: you don't know yeah. how good it makes my heart feel free to it was say that. so <laughs> much
0: fun but I am I get into games like that so I have to really pace myself with those because I can like go down the rabbit hole and you'll never see me again gotcha so but yeah lots of fun Catan highly recommend if you like games
4: we played that one all uh new year's yeah that was yeah i Have just got got one of the expansions because i haven't played with the expansions yet
0: mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
4: a couple days ago my sons and i got the one out but geez like half an hour just to punch out all the pieces <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> but uh no and then like reading the instructions and trying to figure out and explain it to an eight-year-old so, oh I'm yeah like, he's like yeah. totally zoned out I'm like are we gonna play yet are we gonna play yet are we gonna play yet <laughs> yeah. well, i don't know how this uh, well
0: eugene hasn't really
4: so fast i just want really to so go back <laughs> to the original
1: like yeah.
4: i know these expansions can be great but i'll be I honest with you i like
1: <laughs> i have the seafarers expansion and we've only played it once or twice there's just so much you can do with the original one. And then the fact that I've got one three D printed, you know, it, you know, yeah. it's like, well, we have, yeah, we want to play with the three D printed one. We don't have enough pieces for the, ex- we'll just do the, we'll just do the regular one. We'll be fine. So,
0: yes, yeah, so I was going to say he has a really cool three D printed one. That like now that yeah, I've I played see. that, I don't know if I could play the regular one because it just seems <laughs> so basic. <laughs> like, yeah, but Catan, lots of fun. Very cool, uh, Sean. What's your next one? Um think i'm gonna go now i
4: haven't finished it yet but i started playing assassin's creed odyssey last year so
3: cool. like,
4: i think at the beginning of christmas holidays i just hadn't had time for it with the move and doing all this stuff in this old house but uh i it, they've simplified a lot of the stuff like i played assassin's creed right from the beginning there's only a couple that i think i skipped because i just couldn't get into like the Unity, I think, takes place in, like, France or something like that. Crazy gibberish. Can't stand it. <laughs> uh, yeah. um,
1: Understandable, this yes.
4: Odyssey, Odyssey is great. Now, I'm probably only about 25% into the game. But, uh, yeah, they, they've they simplified a lot of stuff, so you can just focus on the story and the gameplay more. Like, um, you used to have to, like, collect a whole bunch of things and go to different shops to upgrade different parts of you now you just go to one guy that's it it's nice as much as you can go to one person upgrade you're good to go um they're learning but it's taking them what like 17 friggin' games or something like that but uh no it's just a lot of fun i just sit down relax and
3: just kill people
4: (laughs) it's (laughs) That, that is the one thing, so my kids and I will be, my kids will watch it while I'm playing or something like that, and pretty well every conversation you go to, like, someone has a little side quest or something, it always leads to, so you want me to kill them?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> side quests is like that. My kids are like, really? That's that's what they want you to do? Okay, fine. Let's, let's go hunt these guys down and kill them.
1: <laughs> okay. But Good that, deal
4: assassin's creed odyssey highly recommend
1: it okay um let's see here um my next one i actually had to add one to the list but uh my next one i'm kind of surprised chris didn't put this one on hers um i probably forgot the holiday season of nailed it was phenomenal
2: It was so good.
1: Christy and I had such a blast watching what? that show. I mean, we had a blast watching the original season that came out because I think it was earlier this year when it came out. Um, either, and anyway, go watch the orig- original, yeah. go watch the holidays, go yeah. watch Nailed It. It is so much fun because there is no pressure. You no. know, whatever they make is going to turn out horrible. Yeah. Uh, but God, it is so much fun.
2: So funny. I love Nicole. She's great. And then they did, um, The kids love, the kids got me on this. I, Logan started watching it and she thinks it's freaking hilarious. They did a nailed it, but they did it like a craft craft version. That was the last episode of the second season. She thought it was garbage. She hated it. I didn't, yeah, I was like, this could take off, but I don't, I don't
1: know (laughs) if it will or not.
2: I didn't see it but i i'm like they need to just try get where they tried but she uh yeah the kids and i watched it and it's one of those where they can watch it over again but mm-hmm. i love nailed it yeah i totally forgot about that you're
1: <laughs> such a good show oh such a good show uh all
3: right this is this should be our last round mm-hmm. um yep. ray what is your what is the last one on your list all right i'm gonna go back to youtube uh youtube channel um and i'm gonna go back to hockey <laughs> imagine that imagine that Good eh? yeah boy uh coach jeremy is the guy's name uh, he has two youtube channels but uh if you search for coach jeremy you'll find them both and basically what it is it's a how-to hockey and so he gets into a whole bunch of different things he gets into the actual basics of uh hockey shots and the different types of shots you can do breaks them down how to do it um and he also gets into different skating techniques, but also the profiling of the skates and how it affects your skating. Um, there's there's so many different things, aspects that he gets into. So what I liked about him was that he tries to get the average Joe to be a little bit better rather than trying to get you to be a professional, right? Like he's, mm-hmm. he's more about just trying to help out beginners and, and average Joes. And kind of explaining those types of of movements, uh, rather than trying to get people that are elite. Um, so that was kind of cool, and it was it was nice to find him and watch his videos before I started playing hockey again, because uh, it was uh, it was very helpful because <laughs> I'd never learned about <laughs> stuff when I was a kid. Right when I was a kid, I was a goalie, so I didn't learn how to shoot properly. I didn't learn how to to do a lot of the skating properly, so it was good to watch these videos and and kind of get an idea for it. So, um, yeah, you'll still catch, like, if (laughs) just before a hockey game, I'll still flip one of them on and and watch them before I go so that I can try something new that night. Nice. Very cool. Uh, Chris, what
1: is your last one?
2: My last one is an Instagram account. It's called uh, The Minimalist Baker. So I... Don't remember her name right now, but she um, she's a baker and she's she her rule is ten ingredients or less. Um, it's vegan. Um, a lot of it is gluten free. Um, mostly refined sugar free. Anyways, but it's in ten ingredients or less. She's got really great recipes. Uh, the peanut butter cookies that I just made before we got on here, that which I, was, I have
3: not been allowed to have one yet. By the way, I'm just they're so in the
2: frustrated. fridge. <laughs> 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 they have three ingredients in them: it's oats, dates, and peanut butter, and they are so good. Like Logan, who is very picky, picky when it comes to her <laughs> baked goods, um, <laughs> loved them. And so they'll be gone probably by tomorrow, by by Monday. I won't. They won't. There won't be any left. But.
3: I'll make sure of it. there's
2: another recipe I yeah. that really like that's become a family favorite and it's um, a Vietnamese style sandwich and it's normally made with tofu but she altered it and made it with cauliflower we have it every week now
3: I love the cauliflower sandwiches it's yeah. like having uh, a chicken sandwich I don't know that's the closest thing I can compare yeah. it to uh, but um, yeah it's so good
2: so she's got a website um, and it's really easy to navigate. And it's very pretty, but I follow her through her Instagram account. So it's Minimalist Baker. That's the handle. Check her out. It's really simple stuff, ten ingredients or less. If you're looking for healthier options in your baking, to mix it up and cooking too, she's got a lot of um, good recipes for cooking as well. Very cool. Yeah. Jennifer,
1: what is the last one on your list?
0: Um, I'm going to go as a concert. I went to see Ed Sheeran in October, I think. And he was awesome and <laughs> it was definitely one of the top 10 concerts I've been to. Love his music. So,
1: yeah. What uh, what uh, genre does he sing?
0: He's pop, pop rock, you know. He sings yeah. The Shape of You. Um, oh, okay, I've actually Yeah, heard like of that song. Yeah, a lot of, like, a couple of his songs are big wedding songs. You look mm-hmm. perfect, you know. Um, yeah. So he's a redhead, goofy-looking redhead from Britain. and He looks adorable. like
2: uh, Rupert Grant. He was
3: on, well, he was on... He was on Game of Drons Thrones. Thrones, yeah.
2: For, like, one episode or something. In, like, two scenes. It was the weirdest thing It, ever. it, was, it was very was odd. Really weird. People <laughs> lost their
0: minds over it, yeah. He makes fun it. of it. It was just awful. Well, he actually made fun of himself in the you know the show he was like oh he's that goofy guy from game of thrones why did he do that you know like anyways but he's a good he's a great singer and he loops so he doesn't have a band everything he plays is him and his guitar Mm -hmm. and he's either strumming it or he's beating on it or he's tapping his foot or he's doing something but uh you know making noise but he just makes the noise a few times records it and then plays it on a loop and it sounds like a full band, but he's
1: oh, it's very just cool. him.
0: It's very cool, yeah. Very
1: so. cool. Sean, what is the last one on your list?
4: Um, I'm just gonna pull this out of the air. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with <laughs> Venom. I Really? Okay. I like I know all the Can of Venom and all that, but I enjoyed it. I really wish it had been R-rated. Um, yes. yes. That's, it needed to be R rated, but I think Tom Hardy did a fantastic job as Venom, and it was. Other than the lack of blood, it was a fun movie. <laughs> I can't. The lack of blood that was that was kind of weird. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like yeah, ripping off a person's face and eating it, you would. You'd be a little splatter or something, but. Oh, <laughs> nothing, nothing. Very clean. <laughs>
3: Apparently, yeah.
4: Ghost <laughs> for venom, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, the movie itself, the storyline was really good. Like I know it wasn't following the comics too closely, but mm-hmm. uh, no, it was. Once again, it was really entertaining, and you sit back and. Yeah.
3: I found it more enjoyable than Aquaman. Yeah. Okay,
4: so, Jason Momoa was really good in Aquaman. He was. I'm still used to seeing him as in Arrogate <coughs> Atlantis. Oh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I anyway, I, I didn't mind Venom. It was a it was a decent movie, but yeah.
1: Okay. Hey, I've heard good things it well. about it, so I, I may have to go back and watch it. I passed it on purpose, but I'm understanding maybe I should rent it and just give it a
3: shot, so
4: uh, it's but, uh it was a good story. Tom Hardy was really good, good in it. Good
3: popcorn flick.
4: Yeah. Okay. You don't actually see Venom until like halfway through the movie, which kind of sucks. Yeah. But once you do, it was really good. I, and, I, I like the way... for the they end credit or the mid credit scene,
3: Mid credit, yeah. 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 <laughs> I do like the way that they did Venom. That, that was that was good. So
4: oh, and that mid-credit scene, once again, like Predator, it was like Holy crap! They got to do another one.
1: Yeah. But. Yes. <laughs> Good deal. Um, all right, the last one on my list because literally everything else was has been hit. Uh, I just threw on there is um, Mario Party. I've had a blast playing Mario Party with the kids. I have not played Mario Party for a long time. Like I've missed it on several of the other consoles. Um, it's just a lot of fun especially playing with the you know with the kids and we actually got christy to play it with us today too and um yeah it's just it's just a good party game and i wish you could go through it a little faster just because 10 plays doesn't seem like um like there's more of the board that you could explore and more strategy you could actually do but even with, with 10 plays, it takes an hour. And so if you set it to like the 30 plays, you are looking at a three-hour game, which wow. isn't too bad unless you're not willing to put in the time or you're playing with, you know, two six-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we we have to at least try a two-hour game sometime and just see how that goes. But, yeah, Mario Party, if you've got a Nintendo Switch, go get it. It's it's totally worth it. So, um. That is our li- That is our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's get and move into our picks and pans. Would anyone like to go first? Sure. All right, Ray.
3: What's your first? What's your What's your pick and or pan? Uh, so I'm gonna do a pan first. Uh, All right, pan first was the reaction to Canada being knocked out of the World Juniors. Uh, come on, guys. Like hockey. Yeah, sorry. The World Junior Hockey uh, Tournament was going on, uh, started over the Christmas holiday, and then uh, it just ended today, actually. So, uh, which I'll get into that in a second. But uh, World Juniors, uh, the Canadians did not medal for the first time on Canadian soil ever, Mm -hmm. uh, and people reacted very poorly.
2: These kids are like sixteen.
3: Yeah, so sixteen-year-old children. Some some of the guy, some people would go onto their Instagrams. Uh, uh, pictures and leave comments that were like you were terrible. You you should have scored on and just crap. Just crap. Just being crap mm-hmm. human beings. And it's like These you are know what?
0: Canadians. Yeah. You guys are supposed to be eternally nice and positive
3: until it comes <laughs> to hockey. <laughs> until it comes until to talking yeah. And Obviously. you know what? It, it's, it was really disappointing to seeing how many people reacted that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 goal that in. Two goals that were both deflections that, you know, they were were fluke goals. And But that being said, Finland played a great game. Mm. And congratulations to Finland because they just won tonight against the U.S. (gasps) So they beat the U.S. for the gold medal. I'm just so so, happy
2: the U.S. didn't win.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So congratulations to the U.S. for That's a Canadian thing, too. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I can see that. We're the the worst. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well, you guys got silver so congratulations to that and congratulations to russia for for winning the uh, the bronze so uh and but congratulations to all of them like that's it's so awesome that they were there and they were playing for their country and uh let's remember that yeah kids. these, these guys are kids are kids so that's my pan it's just a reaction of of that uh my pick is actually a fun one uh it's been a long time since mike and sean and i have got online and uh, and we started playing Wildlands again. Uh, Tom, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Is up. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we found a um, Predator mode where you have to fight Predator. And oh, nice. That was a lot of fun. And I loved watching, uh, listening to Sean. <laughs> oh, <what>? Shit. <laughs> that
4: damn thing just wouldn't die.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but it was it was really cool because the the way that they did the audio, uh, you could hear him stomping by you, and mm-hmm. you, you know your pulse gets up, your blood pressure is getting up because you're you actually feel like you're being hunted, and it was uh, it was actually a lot of fun.
4: Tell you right, that only lasted for the first five or six hours. After that, it got a little annoying.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play beyond that, hours. so. <laughs> Anyway, those, that's my picks and pans. Uh Chris, what is your picker pan?
2: It was fun to watch him play that, too, because all of a sudden he'd be like, God, fuck, I died <laughs> out of nowhere, because I can't hear anything. He's got his headset on, and yeah. I'm watching him. I got—I don't know. But anyways, every once in a while, just, he just starts yelling, and he's like getting into it, and he's moving all around in the chair. It was really funny. I had to try and save Sean. <laughs> yeah.
4: I did die a lot.
3: Yeah,
2: I <laughs> <laughs> died a lot. Um, so I have two picks, uh, uh, a friend of ours, she has this, um, not deal with her family, but they do this, uh, once a week, they do something together with the family. They do something outside. They go for a hike. They go on a little road trip. They go and do something once a weekend. And I thought that was pretty fantastic. So I want to start doing that with us. And you know that, um, (laughs) so uh, excited. Yeah, so today we went for a hike in um, near our house. There's a provincial park, like half, of, like not even a half hour away. So we went for a hike today, and it was lots of fun. And you can feed little chickadees, little black cap chickadees. There's yep. bird seed left out on this boardwalk, and if you hold your hand out, you're still enough, they'll come and eat you off hit, your hit hand anything, really quickly, yeah. and then fly away. I have an irrational fear of birds. Oh, like it's i'll stupid. be
3: sending i'll be sending you the picture of her face like when...
2: i will use my children as a human shield <laughs> oh that's why you won't watch bird box no
3: that's <laughs> hilarious <laughs> that has
2: something to it. um but i was like okay i can do this it's a little puffball like, like i got this right, yeah. it's fine all i kept thinking was like it's gonna fly in my face this little <laughs> fucker's gonna fly in my face but i can do this it's fine
3: So, So Ray got it up. I have a series of pictures, and one is the bird in the tree looking at Chris, sizing her up, like,
2: Yeah, I'm gonna fly in your face. Are you
3: gonna kill me? No. And then, and there's Chris looking at this bird, Are you gonna kill me? Are
2: you
3: gonna kill me? Then the bird lands on her hand, and Chris's face is hilarious because it's this scrunched up, like, I'm doing this because I have to. I'm
2: doing this to be brave my ten-year-old and team. and the
3: bird is looking at her like are you going to kill me? Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I did it 3 times. Yes. And I over it was good. Yes. that's a good two, deal. Again her really And then the other one is um I mentioned a minimalist baker. She had a deal going on I think or something if you you could get a, one of her free ebooks of 20 uh most loved and highly rated recipes. So I printed it out. So I'm excited because there's desserts and main dishes and breakfasts and stuff like that. Um and yeah, I I and it was free, so that's extra special. oh yeah. It's 20 recipes. Uh from the Millennius Baker, and that's it. Good deal. Jennifer, what is your picturer pan for the week? Um, I guess my pick was that
0: my sister was here for the holidays visiting and it was awesome and we had fun and then she had to go home so that sucked so that's a pan and then i had to go back to work and that's another pan
3: Uh, um
0: i know you're still technically in you know winter break mode but uh one more day yeah so that that's basically it i've and also i've been sick for like the entire month of december and i'm over it i'm over being sick and just the winter does this to me every year it's it's annoying it's dumb so yeah
1: i'm sorry friend
0: it's okay just trying to get my life back in order now new year there
1: you go all right sean what is your picking or pain for the week
4: um well i'm gonna go with pan that's kind of related to ray the amount of time i spent trying to kill that stupid predator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, Ray and Mike would, like, oh, I can only play for 25 more minutes because i got to go to work the next morning. Well, I didn't. So, like, (laughs) three or four hours later, I'm still trying to kill this stupid thing.
1: Uh
4: Eventually, I did. Oh, good deal. Yeah, I I eventually did it, and the first thing I did was text Ray and Mike, oh, yeah, I finally killed the bugger. But... (laughs) All that time spent trying to kill it—it it was like instead of being happy that I did it, like, <laughs> oh my God, I wasted so much time doing this. It. So yeah, that's my pan. Um, my pick, <laughs> my pick is going to be my daughter just had her twelfth birthday yesterday, awesome. and one of the things they did was uh, a candy bar for their uh, cupcakes. Mm-hmm. So and I got mm-hmm. I got a cupcake. So. I figured out how to make like a pretzel thing around it so I could get more candy on top of it
3: so, <laughs> I saw the pictures you know, I did
4: totally on my Facebook you saw the the cupcake like the amount yes. of candy I had stacked on this thing it's just crazy like all our friends are like looking at it because like, I'm like pouring stuff like <laughs> I took way too much candy and I'm diabetic hey eh? so I gotta kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no. I finished that thing off and I was feeling like crap. Oh no. Uh, it was, that was cool. That's my hand. I get on a cupcake.
1: I'm going to eat this cupcake, go drink a gallon of water, <laughs> and go for a three mile <laughs> walk.
4: I pretty much well had to. Like yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Good job. Well, and I thought those were Skittles. I'm like, it's Skittles. Why would you put Skittles on a cupcake? Yeah, that and one then, was... like, I popped a handful of them, and they were M&M's. I was so unhappy. <laughs> so, and then I'm, like, fucking, like, individual M&M's so they wouldn't fall out of the pretzels. Are uh, so you get more on there?
3: Well, but they're not just pretzels. They're chocolate-covered pretzels. Yeah, well, yeah, chocolate, yeah.
0: The candy-to-cupcake candy ratio on that was... Like very low or very 50/50. high on the candy side. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I
3: like well, I like your I like Deb's though. That's that's very is cute. that Deb's that's, that's my good. wife's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> the most...
4: it's like... Well the thing you can't see because there was the first thing I put on was like these chocolate I don't know, they were like almost like macaroons, but they were so creamy and like huge and all that, and I like packed them all into the cupcake first mm-hmm. and then stacked all the candy on top of it. <laughs> well I am eating this thing and all that and I'm pulling off the chocolate and all the icing's coming off with it. So I said cake at the
1: Do y'all have um um oh what's uh was it's a Mongolian grill. It's um can't think of what it's called Genghis right off here. Anyway. Do what?
0: Genghis yeah, grill. Genghis
1: grill. Do y'all have Genghis Grill up there by chance? Uh you go in, you basically you you pick you have a bowl and you pick like your meat and any vegetables and anything else that you want in there and then you tell them what kind of (laughs) rice and they make it right well here's the thing
2: these assholes
1: (laughs) yes these assholes purposely put the meat first right well if you put the meat and then you start stacking other stuff on top of it it just slides off and so you can't really stack the bowl So the thing is, just go get the other stuff, your vegetables and stuff. You put it in there first, and the meat will stick together. And then you can keep piling on the meat and make it really tall. (laughs) The manager didn't care for that. Oh, are you getting vegetables? Do what?
4: Are you getting vegetables? I can't get by that because they
1: don't do it by the pound. You can only put so much meat on there without someone looking at you and being like, "Really?" (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no. Okay, so lettuce. Put it on top oh no not lettuce we're talking about like you know like you know oh, uh, mushrooms or yeah. yeah yeah exactly so um i've got two picks in a pan real quick uh my picks are uh i got four new board games um talking about two of them one of them is exploding kittens omg it's like 20 dollars. it is so much fun it's seems like there's not a lot of strategy until you play it a couple times and you go oh so that's the strategy with my kids (laughs) love exploding kittens uh my brother actually bought the um the 10 player version so you can actually play up to 10 players with this version and instead of just um seeing the future there's an alter the future card There's also a uh, draw from the bottom of the deck so that when you know someone has placed an exploding kitten on the top, you go, I'll just draw from the bottom. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So much fun. We had a blast playing that over the break. Uh, One of the other games that I just got is Carcassonne. Um, There's three or four games, if you're trying to get people into board gaming, that you introduce them with these games. Uh, Ticket to Ride. um, uh, um, uh, What's it called? Settlers of Catan and Carcassonne. Carcassone, there's there's one little thing, one little scoring element, if you leave it out, uh, you can play it with like, we played it with, um, with uh, my nine-year-old uh, nephew and he had a blast and we had a lot of fun. But as soon as you start scoring fields, oh my god, the strategy on this game, like just it just drops out. It is so in depth and so much fun. And uh, my family had a blast playing it over the break. We had an absolute blast. Um, so if you if you're looking for a couple more games to add to your list, uh, Exploding Kittens for just a short, fun, fifteen minute game. Carcassonne about an hour to play. Tons of strategy. Tons of fun. Um, my pan is. Th- Kind of pick going into it, uh, a gentleman did a review on the uh, Matrix of Leadership that I designed and sell on the Etsy store. And as a result, I got a bunch of, I got a bunch of orders for it. Yay, going to make some money. My printer is acting stupid and I have been dealing with it for the last 24 hours and I, I I just want to work uh so i've got a bunch of work ahead of me it's not like it's hard work i just i want it to work because i'm tired of troubleshooting crap uh i just i want it to work so that is our show for the week ladies and gentlemen if you would please give us a five star rating on itunes stitcher and google play it really really does help out uh, if you'd like to uh, watch the show live we do it live on youtube every other saturday night roughly um check out our facebook group we always post when the show is going up there as long as our, as well as our um uh, instagram and twitter feed uh you can follow us on those things at epically geeky on facebook instagram and twitter where can we find you online ray
3: uh lake Uh, life Life artist Artist. on instagram is probably the best spot uh still have some stuff that i'm working on it's been a crazy couple weeks so you know happy new year by the way and Mm -hmm. happy Happy New 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 year it's been a while so but yeah um I think now that things are going to slow down, we'll actually have some time to to get some stuff done. So it should be nice. Very cool.
2: Chris, where can we find you online? Uh, here, marginally geeky, and the new uh, podcast, sustainably geeky, which we will be doing a <laughs> show next week, and uh, an Instagram at Cedar Birch Cottage. Although I have no idea what I'm doing with it, suggestions welcome. Please because I'm at a loss. And I had somebody message me today asking why I deleted all my pictures and what am I doing with it? And I don't know how to respond. <laughs> I don't just write back, I don't know. What do you I think know. I should do with please it? please help. Yes, I should just yes. write that back, yes. <laughs> that
1: would be awesome. Jennifer, where can we find you online?
0: Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Het's Gonna Be Me, and um, you can also find me here on uh, Epically Geeky, Marginally Geeky, and Sustainably Geeky. <laughs> um, and like Chris said, we're recording another episode this week. If you have ideas, let us know.
1: Good deal. Uh, Sean, where can we find you online, or can we?
4: I'm on Facebook. I'm the cool-looking dude riding right side saddle on a speeder bike. Yeah. Nice. You me, look me up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah what I think I sent you the picture when I took the picture at Disney World on the speeder bike I looked like a bear riding it it was not a good <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I
4: wish I'd taken a picture of the crowd behind the photographer when she uh-huh. took that picture because like they just come out of that Star Wars uh one of those the rides right there mm-hmm. and I must have had like 300 people staring at me pointing and laughing while I'm on the side. <laughs> oh thing that's I awesome
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and as always you can find me uh my individual online uh stuff whatever i'm doing working on 3d printing stuff <laughs> designing stuff updating whatever you can find my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus chain on facebook instagram and twitter for everyone on the site have a good night